hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacy. Living Word with Pastor Mensah Otoki. And now, today's word. So how do you restrain the flesh? First, you must stay connected to your spiritual source. Stay connected to your spiritual source. Although your body comes from the earth, your breath, your life doesn't come from the earth. It comes from the spirit of God. Stay connected to that spirit, that breath of life, that spirit of life that originated from God. Our physical body requires the earth's resources to survive, but our spiritual being requires spiritual resources to survive. The presence of God, the spirit of God, the word of God, prayer, fasting, Staying in the presence of God. That is what keeps your body under subjection. Because if you don't subject your body with the spirit, your body will play games with you. I'm telling you. This flesh is a very powerful force. You subdue it only by connecting with your spiritual source. Secondly, live and walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. The more we yield and walk by the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit, the less control our fleshly desires have on us. We must develop spiritual appetites that are greater than our carnal appetites. For all those people who have risen so high and fallen so low, I'm sure they stand and regret what has become of them. May you never have that regret. May you never have that regret. In order to do that, you must consciously discipline your mind and body. The Apostle Paul says, I bring my body under subjection. It is not a passive thing, it's active. I bring my body under subjection. It is something you do deliberately. You must do it moment by moment. Discipline your mind. Discipline your appetites. Develop greater spiritual appetites. According to Galatians, if we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. In other words, the more spiritual appetites we have, the less physical appetites we would have. The more you stay in prayer in the presence of God, the less you stay in the presence of sin. The more you stay in the word of God, the less worldly ideas dominate your mind. So if you stay more in the word of God, your mind becomes attuned to the spirit that is at work in you and you are able to subdue the flesh. We have seen heads of state presidents who couldn't subdue the flesh come down tumbling. You've seen great people, business people. I think the number one enemy of business men and women in Ghana, I can say for Ghana, I can't say for other countries, but in Ghana, is the flesh. That's the number one enemy. That's how come, I mean, since my childhood, we've had great business people. None of them survived for 20 years. They rise so high and predictably, they become immoral. Predictably, they have children all over. They're chasing after women. They're doing all kinds of things and, and they lose track and the business falls. And the new ones come and they do the same thing and they fall. And some people say, well, it's my private life. You, can, you, cannot, you cannot say it affects my public life. Who told you? I've heard people say that. It's what I do privately. 
It's like somebody says, I, I'm a thief privately, but I don't steal publicly. <laughs> if you are a cheat privately, you are a cheat publicly. If you cannot be faithful to your wife or to your husband whom you have vowed to, how can you be faithful to others? The person you lie on the same bed with, you are not faithful to them. What about those who lie in the village bed? You cannot. You have to live a consistent life. Live a life of moderation. Control yourself. Don't be greedy. Don't be covetous. Don't be envious. Don't rush into decisions. Don't make your life, build your life based on what others have. Don't seek to be like other people. Success is difficult to achieve, but very easy to lose. Very easy to lose. I was reading an article not long ago online about some of the richest sportsmen who are now totally bankrupt. And some of them gamble their houses. Gamble. Somebody was telling me about a, a famous boxer who gambled a whole apartment complex he owned. A whole flat, like the Snit Flats, the whole thing was his. He gambled one night and lost it. Little Lotto here, little Lotto there, and you are in trouble. <laughs> little scratch and win, little scratch and win, little scratch. Then the appetite grows, appetite grows. One day you'll be gambling away your wife. All right, thirdly, contain your fame, contain your fame. First, master your field. Second, restrain your flesh. Third, contain your fame. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6 to 10. As you can tell, much of what I'm preaching today on this is on the life of the Apostle Paul. Aside of Jesus Christ in the Bible, Paul is my greatest example. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says. He says, I have planted, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, you are God's building. According to the grace of God which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, another builds on, but let each one take heed how he builds on it. We learn something from the Apostle Paul as to how to contain fame. If you've never been famous before, you may not understand this. If you've never been popular, if you've never been acclaimed, if people don't speak highly of you, you may not understand this. But one day when you become famous, because you will become famous, you will become popular, you will become big, you will grow high. When that day comes, remember these words. When you've reached the pinnacle and everybody sees you as a great success, if you're going to sustain your success, do what the Apostle Paul did. First, what did he say he does? He shares 
the credit for his successes with others. Paul didn't say, I've done it all. He didn't say everything depends on me. He says, I planted, Apollos watered, God gave the increase. In other words, and then he says, the one who plants and the one who waters, they are nothing. It's God who gives the increase. Let that be your attitude. Don't just say, I did it all. It's my greatness. I'm a great visionary. I'm a great strategist. That's for me, I'm a planner. Hey, when, I, when you give me an impossible situation, I will solve it just like that. The way some people talk is as if they are God. Let's be like Paul. Share the credit. Other people too did something. You are building on other people's shoulders. You are reaping from other people's sweat. You are where you are because somebody laid a good foundation for you. Somebody opened a door for you. Somebody pointed you in the right direction. Somebody held your hand. Somebody pushed you from behind. Learn to share the credit. Don't take all the credit for yourself. He says, I planted, Apollos watered, God gave the increase. It's not just me, it's a teamwork. Let that be your language. Share the credit for your success with other people. Secondly, consider yourself a simple laborer of Christ. He says, I'm nothing, I'm just laboring. The Apostle Paul just calls himself a laborer of Christ. Can you imagine? This is the man who went to Ephesus and took over Ephesus by storm. Literally, literally discipled the whole of Asia Minor with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he comes and says, I only planted, other people watered, God gave the increase, I'm just a laborer. Can you talk that way? Can I talk that way? Can you just say, I just did the will of God. I'm just a laborer. When the media are telling you you are the greatest, you are the best, you are the wisest, you are the smartest, can you just look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm just a laborer. I'm just a laborer. I'm just doing what God says I should do. You have to consider yourself a simple laborer. And then what else did the Apostle Paul do? In order to contain your fame, you have to build enduring systems and structures. Paul was concerned about the foundation he was building. He described himself as a wise master builder. To subdue the earth, we must build enduring systems and structures that can sustain what we have achieved for many years to come. Paul was concerned about sustainability and succession. And so he says, I have laid the foundation let people be careful how they build it. He was aware that people would come after him and he was concerned that the work of Christ will continue and be sustained with momentum. We don't just build for our generation, we build for succeeding generations. We build so that our success is not one generational. It is cross-generational. That's why we build. We're not building this church just to serve us in this generation. But if Jesus tarries 500 years from now, there should be International Central Gospel Church in the world and still growing and affecting the world and bringing leadership and vision to its generation. But that depends on the foundation. 
If you build a foundation so it only survives only with you, it will die with you. But if you build so that others can build on what you have built, then generation after generation, it continues. To subdue the earth, you must build good foundations. Success is great. But somebody says success without succession is failure. People will come and they must build on those foundations. If you're building a business, build it in such a way that it can be built on. It can grow. Your fame can be contained. Your greatness can be contained. And if you do that, you would have fulfilled your mandate here on earth. Yeah, you, you were not just fruitful. You didn't just multiply. You didn't just fill the earth. But you subdued as well. You were able to be a master of your field. Look at all the great masters of their field everywhere in all the disciplines of life. In every discipline, they are masters of the field. In music, in theater, in sports, in education, in industry, in retail, in journalism. There are masters of the field. You have to be that master in your field. Whatever field you are, be the master. But when you become a master of your field, restrain your flesh. The flesh is very powerful. It speaks. It demands attention. It demands to be fulfilled. It demands to be satisfied. The flesh is going to tell you, enjoy. You've worked hard. Enjoy. Be careful how the flesh controls you. Remember, you came out of it, but you are not subject to it. You have power over it. Restrain your flesh. And after you've restrained your flesh, contain your fame. Share the credit. Don't take it all for yourself. Give God the glory. Honor God. Let the name of the Lord be magnified. After all is said and done, remember to give God the glory. Remember to give God the glory. I have planted, Apostle Paul says, Apollos watered, God gave the increase. And it's the one who gives the increase that we honor. So there you have it. The dominion mandate. First, be fruitful. Second, multiply. Third, fill the earth. And after you've said it, done all of that, keep everything in control. Subdue the earth. Your own flesh, your environment. Be a master of your field. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Have you been blessed? Why don't you lift up your hands to God? Let's pray for a minute and just talk to God and ask him to help you to fulfill your dominion mandate here on earth. That you'll be fruitful, that you will multiply, that you will fill the earth and that you will subdue when you have gotten everything. Let's pray. We will be fruitful in the land. We will multiply. We will fill the earth with what we have. We will subdue the earth. We will be distinguished. We will stand out.
our brand shall stand out. We will be a blessing from generation to generation. And we thank you, Lord. Father, I pray for every man and woman, boy or girl, listening to me, that none of these shall be fruitless and none of these shall be barren. But for each one that you have given seed, the seed will be planted into good soil. Cause them to be fruitful. Protect what they have invested. Protect their gifts, their talents, their ability. Cause them, O oh God, when they sow in the land to reap a hundredfold like Isaac. Cause the work of their hand to be fruitful. Oh, let them flourish in the land. Cause them to multiply in wisdom, in skill, in diversity. Let them multiply, O oh God. Cause them to fill the earth. Let them not just be localized in one place, but let their fame spread abroad to the world. Cause their product to touch the nations of the world. I raise up in this place global performers, global performers, continental performers, intercontinental performers. May you rise above local conditions. Cause them to subdue the earth. You took them out of the earth. May they dominate everything you took them out of. May they not be a product of the environment, but the controller of the environment. Cause them to be masters of their field. Cause them to have the ability to restrain their flesh. And cause them to build for the future as they contain their fame. I release them into them, the dominion mandate to be activated in their spirits, in their minds, in the work of their hands from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Give God praise. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebi, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebi. Email otterville at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.